0: right oh yeah so let's fucking talk a mind waiting to die it's finally it's finally out yeah yeah how does that feel
1: relieving (laughs) relieving
0: (laughs) yeah it must have it's been a long time coming yeah basically yeah yeah yeah
1: Uh, Yeah. it was meant to be out in september wasn't it so yeah it's been a, a few more months to wait but it's paid off fucking sold out as well which i thought was stupid
0: this is in my notes you said you said that you didn't think the vinyl was going to sell out and it fucking did and you've got another variant yeah which will probably Um, also sell out
1: yeah I don't I don't know how Uh, I mean you guys obviously helped out a hell of a lot but I don't think a hundred of you in the discord bought a fucking record
0: no maybe six of you
1: like for sure
0: that means people give a shit though I feel like it's just it's cool It's fucking cool. It it helps that the vinyl looks really sick as well. Like I feel like that was that was a big drawing point. Yeah. Is there any any reason you thought he wasn't gonna sell it? Was it just sort of like self defeating? (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. Because I swore it was. I swore it was gonna.
1: I'm, I'm very much in the mindset of like, just never expect anything because then you'll never be disappointed. Kind of way. Fair enough. So, whenever we tour, even if they're like, like for instance, when we play Blackheart, like. Our manager was like, "Yeah, it's like five tickets to selling out," and I was like, "Okay, well, well, we'll see how it is on the night because you know, those hundred people might not even just turn up, so there might not yeah. be anyone there." And it was cool, but yeah, I always expect there to be three people. So if there's way more than, surprise, like, it's good.
0: That's. I mean, that's probably the the smartest way to be, even if it is a little bit nihilistic. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'd I'd, I'd I'd rather be that way than be like oh, for fuck's sake, there was only 70 people here tonight. Oh, I'm so mad.
0: Yeah, fair enough, yeah.
1: I'll take anyone that wants to come, but I'd rather prepare myself for the worst and then just have a good time playing to five people than, you know, cry about it playing to only 100 people.
0: uh, That is a great mindset. What's the um, reaction been like to the the album from, like, what you've heard?
1: It's been good. Uh, Pretty much steady at eights across the board, which I'm happy about. I had a good like chat with not the band manager, but my manager at work. And he was like, that's probably the best score that you could get for your first record. Because if you get tens on your first record, yeah. then it's like, how are you going to fucking top a 10 for your second one? And most yeah. of the times, you know, what am I going to put out like the here and now, and then everyone's going to fucking shit on it. And then you have to do another album. Like that's I'm happy with that. That's it. a reference as well. That's what I mean, yeah, but like I yeah. I didn't I didn't hate the here and now, but I remember the fucking outrage on yeah. it was like, This isn't architects, what the fuck?
0: People still don't like that record. <laughs> like, like, it just reminds me of good. when
1: Ali left. So it was yeah. good. It
0: wasn't I, uh, good that he left, but yeah. No. No. <laughs> He's I still think it is I think it's a better record than people give it credit for. Yeah, for sure. You know, for it sure. Obviously isn't what they were doing before, and I get it. I get why yeah. people were mad. But I feel like if you in hindsight at least, you disconnect mm-hmm. it from whatever architects were at the point, then it's a good record. It's a yeah, good post hardcore record. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Has any like specific uh, like tracks from the record seem to stand out to you for like reactions from people?
1: Yeah, sour. And yeah. I, that's my like least favorite song.
0: Really? And,
1: yeah. And loads of people love it.
0: I fucking love I that, that song. Way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big fan yeah. of sound.
1: I don't know. I think it's, I felt like I could have put something before I started shouting in the song. I don't know. I, I think it's a self-critical thing. Maybe. I feel like I could have added more. Maybe I recorded it on a day where I wasn't feeling great in, like in general. So I just wasn't very connected to it, but Fair I love the, the end of it. The end of it's fucking stupid.
0: Yeah the end yeah, it's a fucking yeah. end, it's a banger mate. But I mean <laughs> it's one of those things where you when recording probably heard it about a 100 times more oh, and yeah. writing as well than than you yeah, ever wanted yeah, yeah. to. So you're naturally going to kind of gravitate towards the things that are either like the freshest ideas you had in the moment or like the quickest things to do or yeah. whatever the fuck.
1: Yeah maybe so. we had sour for like ages and I've just completely disconnected with it because I really like Into the Dark and Bad Blood but they're not like fan favorites. I think Into the Dark's pretty good but Bad Blood, I don't think, has taken a lot of people. Hmm. Even though I really like it. but
0: that's, I think that's a really good song. I mean, my favourite's probably yeah, Sour and Twisted Fear. Those are probably my, I love Twisted Fear
1: as well. The rest of my it's band that, are like, that. no, it's the slow one, it's boring.
0: It's got that thing in the middle. It's which is just so fucking, sick. Dude, it's just disgusting. I yeah. love that shit. <laughs> That would, that would, would, um, I guess this kind of segues into another thing I was going to ask. I think that would pop off in a in a live setting. Like, are there any tracks strobes and shit? Yeah, dude. Hell, come on, man. Let's yeah make that shit fucking happen. But like, even outside of that, are there any deep cuts on the record you're looking forward to playing live here? Uh,
1: Yeah. So for the for the set list we've got for the tour, I think we've only really played bad button into the dark and white noise off of the releases so it's going to be first time playing killing floor for us and Mm. we're adding sour and sleepless into the set for this run and then i think for like download we'll probably change it up and add just all rages and maybe maybe yeah go off the, the reception of how the tour's done and just see what we can make for that i'd love twisted fear to be in the set for download but it's four against one at that point, so.
0: That's just, well, maybe they'll come around yeah. by download time. I'll Who fucking, fucking make knows? them, yeah. You make them come around through one yeah. way or another. <laughs> It'll fucking happen. But uh, yeah, in terms of like playing shows and shit, you got Face Down Headliner next month, right? And you've got Me- some shows next coming week. <laughs> yeah. Next week. Oh, shit, it is the end of February, isn't it? Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I haven't practiced yes. with those boys or played with them since December. Fucking or no. November.
0: You say you don't go to practice much anyway, right?
1: Mm-mm not out of choice it's just by the time I get to Jack's house where we normally practice it's like you know seven or eight I can only practice for an hour and then I've got to go home again because the the travel is so long um and I know the songs like off by you know, heart
0: so, good so yeah I mean if you know the songs then it doesn't it doesn't matter as much I suppose yeah
1: I mean you're saying lyrics in it but whereas the it other must guys just, are like ah
0: it must just still be a bit like uh disheartening to not be able to come through every time and like, cause I don't know. I feel like band practice is more like hanging out, right? It's just more hanging out. and fun.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely feel very disconnected from the rest of GN.
0: No, not in
1: like a outside, outsider like perspective, but like those guys all like grew up with each other kind of thing. Like I know oh. Jack, Charlie and Matt went to school together, but didn't really know each other and they've played in bands before. So I'm still yeah. very, I still very much feel like the new member, even though this is our band and we started it from scratch.
0: But, and you've been doing it for years. Like, yeah, I feel like this is not, not a new thing. I mean, maybe yeah. one day that feeling will go away. I hope it does because I feel like that's kind of like a, like an imposter <laughs> syndrome kind of thing, where it's like I'm the no! new guy. I'm not, I'm not meant to be here. But.
1: No, we 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 very much get on and like it's fucking funny when we're together. Um, but yeah, I don't see like many people anyway. Like a lot of the time, so. Fair enough. Like, the band are probably the most people that I see outside of, like, home life. Mm. So, yeah, they're my boys. It's all good. What are
0: your boys? Mm. Oh, they always got your back, and it's fine. As yes. long as you, you turn up and you know the fucking songs, and that's the that's Oh, the yeah. Thing, think. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I was going to say, in terms of, like, Killing for you're putting that in the set. That song has kind of mm. taken off more than the other singles that I've noticed yeah. in terms of numbers. Did you expect that to happen, or is this nah. just kind of, like, random? Nah. nah I
1: i didn't know what was going to happen because i didn't even i didn't even like killing floor that much until
0: this is a we thing. Recorded it.
1: yeah i don't know what it was <laughs> I, I was so like adamant of being like dude i don't know if this whole like didgeridoo type sample thing is going to work like what the fuck i don't know how it's going to go down and then yeah we put it out and it just went mad and i think like we we did what we do with you know the rest of our tracks we like advertise you know, three or four days or like a week or whatever it is just to get the feelers out. But it usually stops at like, you know, 30,000 views or whatever. But I think because this, it's got to be because it's got the same name as a video game and it just comes up.
0: That's what I thought.
1: Yeah. It just, and it's still going. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but
0: it's hit over a hundred K on Spotify now, which is pretty mad. Yeah.
1: That's,
0: that's pretty huge. And I mean like white noise isn't far off and yeah, the dark isn't either. I, it's, I mean, the stuff you push for this is doing pretty fucking great numbers-wise. Which I mean, Mm. obviously numbers aren't everything, but like it's still, it must still be like, oh, sick. It's at least it's resonating with people. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, it's cool. It's definitely a, it's a set ender now, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be great.
0: It's a fucking hard shoot to end the set (laughs) with, mate. Fucking, it's just like just beat everyone into the fucking ground before they leave.
1: Yeah, that's the fucking plan.
0: Yeah, yeah. You've um. So obviously yeah, you've got face down and you've got you've got a small tour afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's 5 or 6 days.
0: Yeah. Is that but you're uh, you're skipping a few pretty big cities, right? Like you're not doing Berms.
1: Yeah, we're not doing Birmingham. I don't know I don't know why. I'm putting it down to the fact that there were no venues available. Oh,
0: right. Because we right. normally
1: okay. play Birmingham like every tour that we do. Whether it's a good show or not, we always play it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I'm just putting it down to whatever was available at the time that we needed to fucking show.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Sometimes these things just don't fucking line up, do they? It's just, yeah. It's whatever. It is what it is. And these are some fucking great places on there. I'm sure it'd be a fantastic time. Have you got any plans beyond that to do some headliner shit or supporting slots and stuff?
1: Uh, obviously, we want to do support slots, but nothing's come about it yet. We've had chats about doing a like headline release. Not headline release, what am I on about? Just like a headline show in london or something where it's just a mind went to die front to back with like mm. some ep shit but again yeah we're just talking about it like ideally i'd like to do it at a venue that isn't the black heart but i don't feel like we're big enough to then you know sell underworld so it's like
0: you could do camden awesome.
1: assembly could do camden assembly but it's all fancy now is it yeah it used to be cool and now it's all fancy they've when got those, went, though, those string lights on the back right it was barfly uh... before right
0: god i've I never went to it when it was i i feel like uh, i've only I've been awesome. there once and it was a pretty small room and the security yeah. would be pretty shit but it sounded mm-hmm. good mm. maybe maybe it would be fun i don't know we'll see
1: i'll, have a, I'll put the feelers out yeah. i just want it to be somewhere where it's kind of like if you're in london it's easily accessible and it's not like
0: you know not oslo Britain. and
1: hackney or something stupid uh, yeah.
0: oh yeah but f- yeah <laughs> yeah or blondies again fuck that <laughs> it's just like that place, place to to not it.
1: blondie it's just fuck hackney
0: yeah fuck hackney i agree i agree no blondie's lovely venue it needs They're to be in camden music, but it they needs to do be so somewhere well in
1: camden yeah. yeah
0: i mean obviously they do well enough on their own yeah. but i feel like it would just attract so much more attention if it was literally mm. anywhere else in london but oh, absolutely just, yeah. neither here nor there i suppose um you brought up like um so you're doing the mind way today with ep stuff as well is there yeah. like any sort of connection between the ep and the album like, thematically or how you wrote it or anything like that? Thematically, yeah. It's, it's
1: always going to be about mental health. So that mm-hmm. resonates throughout each EP and album or whatever, whatever we intend to do in the future. Um, but I'm pretty sure we wrote New Skin and the album around the same time. Right. Because New Skin was meant to be the taster and then Mind Waiting to Die was meant to be the full release.
0: So that was always the plan?
1: Always the plan. We were going to do two releases in one year. And just have the EP at the start, and then the album at the, at the bottom.
0: And then, but, and then, and then, and then we had to push
1: it back purely because Slipknot were releasing a record in September, which I didn't want a vinyl. I didn't, I didn't see that that would affect us. But yeah, then we definitely wanted to put vinyl out on the release day, um and it shows because it it worked. It did work. So
0: fucking <laughs> Yeah. I think it was a good idea because it also got you more time to roll singles out and like yeah, promote the record yeah. more and get it more into like the cultural consciousness.
1: Yeah, I would have liked to have put one less single out but which one would you have day, put out? Well, Headstone I w- I was never on board with putting any any more songs out after Killing Floor. Mm. But it was it was basically like we should do it just to just to see how things go, and the label are very much on board with like just trying new shit and just trying to see if things work, and if it doesn't work, doesn't work, it's all good, so yeah, we put that out. What was it last month, and yeah, yeah, we had like a week to do the video.
0: I remember hearing which, about that
1: yeah yeah it was <laughs> absolutely
0: cool. uh, hopefully not as much of a nightmare as it sounds
1: no, no, no it was it was all good. it was about six hours throughout the day, but yeah, I just would have liked it to, to have been maybe four singles or three singles, but because we'd done the double single at the start, we then kind of shot ourselves in the foot by releasing another song that is at the end of like an eight minute video. Yeah.
0: And, you yeah, know, yeah. people
1: don't really want to watch an eight minute video from a band that they don't even know. No, <laughs> you know, Fair like enough. if if you're a fan of the band, you'll be like, cool, this is two songs. But if you're like, Oh, cool. I just going to listen to one song and then I'll skip over the other bits. Um but it's 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 all a thing. We'll 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 try a new shit for album two if that ever happens.
0: If that ever happens, yeah. Well, what what yeah. so obviously the plan was always to have this like taster thing at the beginning of the year and then the album uh-huh. towards the end. Um yeah. obviously you've been a band for a, a while now. What yeah like was it like a specific thing where it was like now we have we're gonna do this, now we're gonna do an LP, and now we're gonna do an EP or whatever. Like what what was the plan there from the start?
1: I think we had we had the new skin EP and then we had four tracks off the record. I, I can't remember what tracks they were. But I remember me and Pete were talking like amongst the band, deciding what to do. And we were we were really dead set on actually just releasing two EPs in the year. And then we just had the discussion of like, look, let's just take more time and just write some more music and just make a whole full fucking full length of it. And that's really how it happened. There was no plan for a full length. It just kind of happened. It
0: just kind of happened, but, which I yeah. suppose is the best best way to do it. Yeah. otherwise you're going to be getting in your own head about, well, we need to do this many tracks and this many fucking yeah. whatever.
1: I think the good thing was, because it was uh, lockdown, there was no pressure to release anything because no one else was, you know, no one else was touring. No one else was really releasing shit, you know, a lot of the time. I guess, you know, bands like Spirit Box and Static Dress done really well in lockdown. But for us, I feel like it might have just gone under the radar if we were releasing a lot of shit mm-hmm. maybe it didn't maybe it wouldn't have but yeah it just gave us the extra little bit of time from you know january or february whenever new skin came out to then a year in march when we started recording the album
0: so right okay t- yeah 13 months yeah so you started you actually started recording the album last year
1: yeah we were in the studio uh a couple of weeks after new skin dropped
0: okay but so you, we so were right already way saying-
1: over that yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You wrote them the same time and then you did New Skin and then ages later you went back to the studio and did did the album, basically, after it was already out.
1: Uh, so New Skin released in February. Yeah. We went into the studio in March and recorded the album.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was kind of like a, just fuck it, we don't stop. <laughs> if we're going to yeah, do this, literally. we're going to do this now.
1: I, I think we were just like, look, let's just release New Skin because we want to release the album at some point. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Happened. Well, I mean... It's it fucking. It seems to have resonated with people in that way because I feel like um, that EP was. I mean, I'd heard the name, but I think the EP was the first time I was like properly checking you guys out. And then uh, mm-hmm. the album single started rolling out, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely on board with this shit. Like this is yeah. fucking cool, and yeah, I feel like it definitely that the the concept of it really worked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I, I, I'm hoping it feels like that from your end, too. Like, well, the whole... Yeah,
1: I think definitely for the rest of the boys, yeah. I'm I'm very much of the point where I'm like... I, I find it very hard to get excited by things anymore. Like, you know... I don't know if you've had the same thing, but, like, if you're fucking... I've heard this album for the past two years. So now that it's out, I find it really hard to be excited for people to hear it because I'm so over it. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time i'm loving the fact that i'm seeing like i don't go on twitter a lot but every time i pop up on twitter there's someone saying a n- nice thing about graphic nature and what was it fucking bees from SCUS said listen to graphic nature and i was like i used to watch you on tv <laughs> like that's that that must fun- be weird
0: cool.
1: yeah it's, that's strange
0: it's always, I think, the weird thing when you sort of get immersed in the industry in whatever regard you do, whether mm. it's like as a musician or, or like us as press or whatever. Yeah. That you end up just meeting people that you've kind of peripherally known about for so long, and yeah. then like you get to, you get to realize that they are just people. But it is kind yeah. of weird. It's like a cult. Because you structure.
1: feel like they're like, like you're here and they're like here, and like you're never gonna cross paths, and then. When someone like that is shouting at your band, you're a bit like, "Oh shit!" Like, "Oh shit, this is this real, is isn't cool." It? <laughs> yeah, fucking awesome.
0: It definitely validates the whole process a bit. I think when someone like that is like yeah. paying attention to you, like I don't know, even if you didn't yeah. mean for it to happen, or especially if you didn't mean for it to happen, like,
1: yeah, yeah I would have yeah, felt yeah, I would have felt a bit worse if he was like, "This new graphic nature band are oh, shite." Then I would have been <laughs> like, "Oh, well, this sucks." But yeah, the fact that he likes us and he's listened to the album is cool
0: it's very it. very cool it's very yeah. cool and, and it probably makes you wonder who else has actually spun the record that you, that you don't yeah. know about
1: yeah because obviously not everyone is vocal about what they think about an album or whether they listen to an album like
0: no. you know
1: i don't go on twitter every day and say listening to the new song and so album like i'll just say it's a fucking call in my head and i'll listen to it all the time so yeah, yeah who knows and and the numbers
0: the numbers speak at that yeah
1: point.
0: yeah um so yeah, like I, I suppose the question is, since it's been so long since you wrote this material and mm. uh, you you recorded it a long time ago, and it's I mean it's now finally out, and obviously you're going to be supporting it for a while, I'm sure. But yeah, what's next after this? Do you think? Do you think that's something that's even on your mind right now, or is this like is this like in a year's time I'll think about it?
1: Uh, yeah, me and Pete spoke about it today, and I like misread what he said but i was like oh dude we don't have to worry about writing yet or whatever and he was like i wasn't even thinking about that but fuck yeah i guess we can have a bit of time off till we start writing again but pete's one of those people that he like can't sit still so if he's got an idea he'll write it down yeah we got we got like a almost like half a song or like a full guitar song for like an idea but that's as far as we've gone so far but it wouldn't surprise me if we start writing in the next couple of months. Hmm. Who knows?
0: I mean, obviously, so it's not like a planned thing. It's literally just like, yeah. if it happens, it happens same way as you did the record, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah, we don't plan it. Um, I think we just see until we get enough songs that we like. Like, there are, there are tons of Graphic Nature songs that have never seen the light of day. Just because, you know, we didn't like them enough to put them out on a record. Um, yeah. To be honest, man, like, you know how Architects went through that phase of releasing an album a year. Yeah. I don't know if that will be us, but going by the way, Pete writes, there could be another one at least recorded next year for all we know.
0: I mean, if you have the momentum to do it, just, I'd Mm. say just do it. Yeah. There is no, there's no time like the present in the current music.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think think the good thing is like when you're a band of our size, no one's really expecting that of you. Like they're not expecting you to be like, all right, cool. Now you've got to work on album too. So we can take as much time as we want. Obviously, not like five years and then come back to the scene and be like, hey guys, remember us? <laughs> yeah, it'll. I, I would say maybe 2025 that there will, there'll be a release, but I don't know. I can't tell the future.
0: You can't tell the future. You I don't wish know what's I could. Yeah. It'd be cool. It'd be cool because then you could be like, oh yeah, we're going to get a number one album in 10 years. Sick. Yeah. Be like uh,
1: or like, what if you could see the future and then you saw that like everything that you wanted to do, you just never ended up doing?
0: I would just. Uh, at that Would point, you just.
1: I'd just be like, all right, cool. I'm going to start doing something else, and just be like, boys, yeah. it's been really fun. But then, what if that's Only the reason, reason why you don't? That's do the it.
0: reason because you saw into the uh, future, and yeah. you were like, well, shit, I didn't do it. So fuck it. What's the point? I'm going to stop doing it.
1: And that's the reason why you didn't do it.
0: And that's the reason because uh, the future time you travel. already looked. It already looked. It, it's a paradox. It loops yep. back in on itself infinitely, and it's fucked fuck. up. You can't win you can't win so you may as well just keep grinding, just keep, doing, keep, grinding yeah. keep on grinding Hope keep on best. trucking yeah. i mean yeah there's no fucking point in stopping um yeah I swear, yeah that's a silly concept <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um it's very real it's, it could happen it could fucking happen well yeah theoretically yeah
1: you never know graphic nature possible. gets caught
0: in a time loop that's the next uh, ah, that's the next, next, next
1: bill and ted film
0: So next yeah, (laughs) graphic. I mean, if you if you got the the fucking the call to be in a Bill and Ted movie, I don't think anyone would in their right mind say no.
1: Yeah, if we were in a Bill and Ted film, we're automatically the most
0: famous man in the world. That's actually true. I I think like, numbers about that. Yeah.
1: It's yeah, that's the rule. It's not written down, but it's definitely the rule.
0: It's definitely the rule. Yeah. Um just so so uh, to kind of shift the conversation to a completely different topic i suppose i'm just interested because i know we've spoken in the discord and you've chatted to people on the discord about yeah. uh, a lot of your kind of background in music since like you went to shows in like the mid and mid sort of mid to late 2000s and stuff of yeah stuff that doesn't really sound like graphic nature i suppose yeah um what would you consider, I mean, even, not even just for yourself, but for the band as a whole, like what, what are the influences behind what you do, even if they don't directly manifest in the ways that those influences sound, if you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: As in like musical influences?
0: Yeah, or, or, or anything actually. I, I'm interested to hear things outside of music as well. Actually.
1: Okay. Um, obviously, the, like the main influences for myself, and I think for the rest of the boys, is a lot of the 90s new metal scene. So it is a lot of Slipknot and Corn from their earlier records. Uh, we take a lot of influence from, you know, Limp Biscuit, Linkin Park, anything like that. I take influence from like vocals wise anyway, from like Il Nino and P.O.D. And, you know, anyone from that kind of era that just, it fascinated me back then. Um, but I also take influence from like movie soundtracks and video game soundtracks, anything that can create a kind of atmosphere that you can listen to and it, do you ever get the thing where you listen to music and it will give you like goosebumps if you are? Yeah. yeah that's, if you're that's... in the right
0: mindset for it. It's yeah. Like that's the really kind of thing that,
1: that I, that I listen to. So I was listening, for instance, when we wrote the album, it was a lot of this. It's a guy, he done the fucking soundtrack to one of those David Firth videos. <laughs> uh, I can't fucking remember for the life of me what his name is, but he put out a record like 2017 it's just really eerie creepy shit like and yeah that just put me correctly in the mindset that i needed to be in
0: like salad fingers david yeah, Firth. He did a yeah, yeah, yeah. okay
1: yeah interesting it's, it's great I'll, I'll put it in the fucking group it's
0: yeah see if you can find it yeah Yeah. so strange yeah i love that but yeah and just s- that I'm just
1: <laughs> sorry stuff go
0: on. That, no, i was gonna say stuff that kind of builds like a vivid image in your head of what you're hearing yeah. like yeah crazy cinematic weird shit
1: yeah, just I, I like being able to listen to something and get a sense of what that person's going through, or get a sense of what the the scene is being set from the select piece of music or something. Um, I can't speak for the rest of the boys, but I know Pete's very much into his drum and bass and garage.
0: So I can definitely hear that on this record. Yep, he's very influenced song. by it's...
1: that. And Mattas More of that, is into please. yeah. Oh no, don't worry about that. Um, I think Mattas is very much into you know his new metal. He loves drill music jack's very much i don't fucking know what jack's into jack listens to everything
0: everything and then everything like everything except rap and country as the people used to say back in the day
1: yeah he probably does listen to a bit of country he's got he's got a banging 80s playlist yeah
0: respect
1: (laughs) and charlie i have no idea about he's a he's just i don't know what he does
0: He's an uh, enigma. He's, a man in, yeah. he's, the, he's the man who lives in the shadows. No one knows what yeah. he does, who he is. No one even knows think, his real name.
1: <laughs> yeah. Charlie likes a lot of synthwave, to be honest. Oh. So I don't know how that's influenced him to play bass or to perform bass, but who knows?
0: Who knows? Yeah. Who knows, really? I mean, it's interesting <laughs> hearing that because I, all those influence, well, apart from synthwave stuff, I'd say, I'd yeah. hear, I hear influence of all that stuff in Graphic Nature mm-hmm. in some way. Like, you've got like the crazy little... Uh, beat samples and stuff like that in, in the record and you've got like atmospheric bits and little atmosphere driven parts, I, yeah I don't know yeah. I feel like it all adds up with the, the, the sort of new metal groove and the sort of uh, frenetic flow of the vocals sometimes, it definitely has that kind of vibe yeah. to it, Yeah. Um, but obviously in like a metalcore shell where it is yeah. <laughs> repurposed into a more uh, I don't know what the word would be. I wouldn't say digestible, but like in a in a modern sense, it's like a mm. more. Is, that's what just things sound like more now, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Iowa by like Slipknot. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Even though someone yeah. online was like, just listen to Iowa by Slipknot instead of listening to a Graphic Nature album, and I was like, it sounds nothing alike.
0: They're quite different records. they have
1: very different records. Like I wouldn't say our album's better than Iowa. Are you fucking stupid?
0: Yeah, it's like I mean, yeah. I no,
1: didn't. So that's that's good. Yeah, well,
0: good. Well, it, it's I wouldn't, implied. I so suggest
1: someone to listen to it instead of Graphic Nature. You either like Graphic Nature or you don't. But don't compare it to the Slipknot because they're leagues above us. That era was. Now they're kind of crap. But
0: I mean, yeah. But yeah. obviously, like I feel like Slipknot 20, uh, 25 years ago is like literally so far above like even. Any band, <laughs> any band now, really, yeah. like like them and like early Lincoln Park stuff is just like yeah. that that era it's of new metal, untouchable, is untouchable. System of a Down as well, like that whole yeah. era of like alt metal, new metal stuff is just like literally untouchable. And I mean, yeah. people are always gonna draw these connections and be like, yeah. oh, because I like this one more than this one, that means yeah. this is the only good one. Yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. listen to Iowa by Slipknot. You ha- don't yeah. listen to Graphic Nature, like yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck, but. It's all just a bit silly. You can like both things and you can also not like both things. It's fine. Yeah, um, I'm fine with whatever. They don't need to be compared. Also, yeah. I feel like, yeah, you put you put Iowa up next to like literally any other heavy record and it's just like, oh, I got someone to be. Like I yeah. don't I don't need to be compared to that, my dude. <laughs> that yeah, was... I think
1: I think that's what I liked about Slipknot as well, is because it's it's very real in his vocals anyway. I thought yeah. that's what that's what graphic nature needed. I don't know if I if I'm just way out of the scene in that way, but I don't listen to enough or hear of enough like really angry bands. No, like you can be a heavy band. That's that's fucking sick. Like I don't really know the context behind like Alpha Wolf vocals, but I can never really understand them as much as I don't know someone else. But
0: well, I... I like them.
1: I really like Alpha Wolf. I think they're great.
0: As as a dweeby as it probably sounds to Mm. say i feel like this is all like literally just vocal technique stuff right Mm. like over the years the understanding of how what healthy metal vocals sound like has developed a lot more and the stuff on iowa and the slipknot self-titled are pissed off to all hell because they're not fucking healthy to do like (laughs) there, there is no way that dude would have been able to do that for 20 years yeah um to be this way but um, people are a lot more concerned with not hurting themselves which means yeah. you don't get as many overtly angry bands anymore which does yeah. kind of suck though because yeah I, I do agree there aren't that many bands out there that I'd listen to and I'm like oh he's fucking pissed yeah like I just I think know. like
1: I, I don't know like the amount of bands that I've been out on tour with oh Joe's gone
0: he's he's disappeared he's, he's done he's over it <laughs> He's
1: over. <laughs> the amount of bands that we've toured with that I've seen like their vocalists use like the steamer thing on their face like before they go on and like you know they won't talk before a show and all this and it's like that's good that you're taking care of your voice and stuff but i don't think i've ever done anything like that and like i've never ever ever lost my voice touch wood like it doesn't hurt to do what i do like it's just like talking for me so yeah i find it crazy you know like how loz has like fucked his throat up like three times or something
0: three crazy. times yeah and, and I feel like every time he comes back a little bit worse no offense to him but like yeah I, I like, don't. and at some point you've got to either just figure out a way to make it work healthily or you just yeah. gotta stop man yeah. otherwise you can't reverse it after a while nah um, nah, the same way I wouldn't have expected Corey Taylor to do that past Iowa. Like,
1: yeah. I can almost sound sing more.
0: <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. But that record, I think, as well, in terms of just aggression, was built entirely out of circumstance, right? Yeah. Because like, yeah, they, they were actually other, angry. They? Yeah, yeah. They were actually pissed off. So that probably helped a little bit and yeah. Joe's gone again. <laughs> Joe's just over it. He's like, he's done. He doesn't like Slipknot anymore. It's fine, no. it. uh, man. Um, but yeah, I. I feel like, yeah, I, I would definitely like to hear stuff like that, but I also equally know how much it can hurt if you fuck your vocals up. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I do understand. But then you get, like, stories for back in the day, like Greg from Dillinger Escape Plan used to, like, throw up blood before like after shows and stuff because of how much he was pushing his voice. And that was just like part of his performance, essentially. So I don't I'm, know how you can do that. <laughs> I
1: am so, like... I have such bad health anxiety. If I threw up blood after a show, I'd be like, boys, I'm going home. I'm never doing it's this over. again. I'm really sorry. I'm just not doing it. It's
0: just not worth it. It's Fuck not worth that. it. that. Yeah, no, I, I literally can't imagine. But he's literally, like, fucking yelling. Yeah. Like I feel like the difference between that and something like, I don't know, what the, the style that you do, I don't know the exact vocal technique you do. I'm assuming it's some sort Neither of do I. <laughs> false chord, yelly stuff. But, like, there's more... Yeah there's more control in 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 it
1: yeah i Uh, mean the way that i tried to explain it to someone that asked me after a show was it's just like shouting at someone like imagine if you shout at your partner or something from like the other side of the room and be like hey can you grab me a cup of tea or whatever you know for instance right when you remember when your mom mom would shout upstairs to you and you'd be like yeah yeah and she would answer you like yeah it's like that but you just add a little bit of Pizzazz onto it and that's a, that's a GN
0: vocal. <laughs> These are vocal lessons from Harvey <laughs> yeah. Freeman. Pizzazz and this is anger. an official course. <laughs> yeah. I mean some of the technique stuff completely goes over my head. I feel oh, like I a lot I of no it idea. is just yeah. it is just built on feel to me. Yeah. So as long as I'm not hurting myself and I'm not leaving the room with a massive splitting headache, that's the win in my book. Yeah. Um Is that something like, you've experienced as well? Like headaches all, after all the time. Yeah, man. Like
1: never on stage when I'm playing, but definitely in the studio.
0: Yeah, yeah, there was a when point I was in. just
1: like, dude, I need to just sit down, like it's it's here.
0: It's yeah. It fucking right sucks. Here. Yeah, yeah. It's horrible, dude. I'm yeah. I'm glad someone else has experienced that because oh, I yeah. feel like it's after like I'd say two, three hours of just nonstop doing it. Yeah, your body it's, just it's, starts to go, stop. <laughs> fucking stop. It's to
1: the point where it's like you know when you get brain freeze. And you can't get rid of it for like a good twenty odd seconds. Yeah, yeah. After like holding a long scream and then coming away from the mic, I'm like, oh God. Yeah. Oh God. Like, give me a sec. Yeah, it's it's the thing. I don't think we're doing anything bad. Maybe it's just the lack of oxygen or some
0: shit. I think it is literally just that, but I don't know how to stop that. So I feel like in in like a 25, 30 minute set, it's absolutely fine. Like I'm not I'm not even gonna get that. But if again, if you're in the studio and you're going for hours or if you're doing like a for some reason, like a ninety-minute set or something, then it yeah. might end up being a bit of an issue. But yeah, I, it's just one of those things. I, I, I've never figured out how to stop it. <laughs> no. One day we yeah. will. One day we use, will use
1: that time travel shit.
0: Use that. Yeah, look into the future <laughs> yeah. to see how did I fix that technique, and if I yeah. didn't, I just, I just see myself on the floor on a stage, yeah, just holding <laughs> my head like a, like like cradle like a baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably position. be
1: cool for performance though. People have been like, Probably. "Oh my god, he's really into the music," and he's like, "Someone get me a fucking doctor, man!"
0: It's like, um, <laughs> what was that fucking the comedian that used to wear the fez? He literally had a heart attack on stage, and mm. people thought he was fucking around. Oh. It was like a part of the performance. It was Tommy something? Tommy,
1: fuck, I don't, I don't know what his fucking name is. My granddad used to love him, but I, I, yeah, I have yeah. no idea.
0: That's going to be one of us in about in about three three to four years time get heart attacks on stage more more likely What well, <laughs> headache <laughs> headache headache attack whatever that could get an aneurysm i don't, oh god I'm, oh, no, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't even want to think about, think about that. that i don't even want to think about that um yeah <laughs> we, we might have very similar styles in, the, in, the, in that in then <laughs> in that in that way because <laughs> yeah. in i feel like that is definitely a thing that i am intensely worried about and deal with a lot when i'm yeah pushing myself too hard um yeah maybe, i think it's maybe,
1: fine like i think it's fine I think I've been doing vocals for like six years, maybe, and yeah. I'm still alive, so that's
0: good. Yeah, that's Damn. a start. I, I mean, Anyways. I've been. Thing is, though, like I've been doing them technically for like eight or nine years, but I was mm-hmm. also really terrible at the start. So I don't oh know yeah, everyone is. I, but I don't know how how long I consider myself at the level of technique that I have now. Right. Like, so I feel like that's when I really should well, start I mean, to count. But
1: I mean, like. If you started learning guitar today, in 10 years' time, you'd say that I've been playing for 10 years because you have you had a point where you started, so you still count That's that. true. That's true. So, That's yeah, true. I count it.
0: Yeah. So, but beforehand, before doing vocals, you played mm. drums, was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you still play drums, or is this like a... No. No,
1: I I want to, but it was like towards the end of my last tour with Giants, that I started developing, like, really bad, like, cramps and shit in my hands. Mm. And I think it's because, like, carpal Tunnel runs in my family. And I don't know whether it's something to do with that or just who fucking knows. Uh, But, yeah, I couldn't even get through, like, a 30 to 40-minute set without, like, physically, like, not being able to open my hands properly afterwards. Jesus. Um, And it just led to me, like, not enjoying playing drums anymore. So that's when I decided to stop and just do vocals instead. But like I'll jam on Jack's kit if I'm ever at practice or like during a sound check or something.
0: You just um, fuck about.
1: Yeah, I would like to have a kit like here, even even if it was like an electric one.
0: Well, I mean, you um, probably have to have an e-kit where you are, right? Yeah, You'd be yeah. Full-on thing. could have a, yeah. Soundproof literally every surface in your house. Yeah, so.
1: right. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd like to. I still enjoy playing drums when I can, but I just don't have the means to do so like easily.
0: So. Mm. And, and that way, I suppose you literally did have that thing you're saying, like, if you end up spitting blood up on stage, you would yeah. go, I'm out, guys. You literally yeah. had that with drums. It was like, well, I'm fucked. I can't do this Yeah,
1: anymore. it was just, yeah, if it gets to the point where I can't fucking hold my sticks during a set, then something needs to change. And like, i have been playing drums for, I started when I was nine, and I'm 31 this year, and I'd stopped in, like, maybe five years ago. Ju- yeah, just before GN started, so about five years ago is mm. when I stopped. And then... Yeah, we played like one last show a few years ago when I was still in GN. I Obviously still am in GN, but Giants done like a, a one-off show. And that was super fun, but I hated... We'd done like two practices a week and it was like four-hour practices and it was after work and I was just like,
0: this is That feels long. overkill.
1: Yeah, it was I, overkill. That's I why I, I don't like go to don't... practice
0: anymore. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's like traumatized you from... Yeah, from...
1: yeah. Like every band I've ever been in, it's always four-hour practices, but it's multiple times a week and yeah i'm like it's not even one of those things where you're like dude, i know how to play the songs like it's fine because they need a drummer to then practice their part of the song so
0: yeah, yeah. But i don't i don't know like i feel like that's still too much i don't know but maybe yeah. that's just because i um, always associate with like i mean <laughs> i know i'm, I'm not even going to finish that sentence because that's sounds no. like sl- slag people off finish but, it like I feel like I'm I I associate with like people who know their instrument better than needing to practice with the full band that many right. times a week. Yeah. But also everybody in my band lives really far away from each other. So that's yeah. a different thing. But I no, that's uh, that overkill, really isn't it? And it like Yeah.
1: It it makes you fall out of love with the thing that you're doing because then it ends up being a bit of a chore. It did yeah. for me anyway because I was so obsessed with just going home and playing video games that like one a week was cool for me. Like I've learnt my bits. That's cool. But you know, doing two and I'm like, okay, cool. Let's run the set 50 times until you've got it.
0: But, until You've got it until you've got it. Yeah. Well, the thing, the thing is when, um, when I'm doing practice stuff, what, what I'll do just to kind of protect my own voice. Cause I know the other guys will just play as long as they want to play. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do like one on one off one on one off yeah. and they can keep fucking practicing but i'm not going for like eight hours straight guys like oh, i no. can't
1: if if i yeah. do practice with gn it's always I'll, I'll come for like the last practice before a tour so they're all musically there and i'll do two run throughs
0: and then you see, you're yelling stuff that,
1: that's it yeah and then i'm done i like i don't want to push it i don't want to you know our pa is not great so i'm always having to like shout over myself anyway and i don't want to you know hurt myself when I don't ever normally hurt myself, so.
0: You ever thought yeah. about investing in in ear monitors? no, nah. never. no, nah. nah, no. They do wonders, there. man. They do yeah. wonders. I just I've. If you don't need I them, don't then don't spend the money. But like. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I I never listen to the guitars. Like I, I only listen to drums. So Jack's got right. the Jack's got the click in his in his ears for when he's playing. Like the rest of us, we just wear earplugs. So I'm just following drums. Like I know where the the ah. bits come in for the drums.
0: So, uh, well, yeah. to be fair, in my own monitors, I only have me, really. Yeah. Oh, battery.
1: I can, I can hear myself enough, and as long yeah. as the the front wedge is good, like I'm, we're not playing stadiums, so. No, no.
0: You know, I suppose yeah, that is fine. the important thing. If you're playing small rooms, and it is completely fine. Yeah, but do you it's have singing like
1: little... in your music as well?
0: Uh, not from it... me, from the other vocalist. Right. And do you have his um, vocals
1: in yours as well?
0: We have the same thing. So same mix. Okay. We we got the um, it's the fucking. There's one of these packs where you plug it into the into the mixer and it's yep. it's one transmitter for two receivers kind of. Oh, thing. that's pretty cool. Um it made it cheaper for us to just do it that yeah, way for sure. it means we we spend two hundred pounds instead of three hundred and fifty or whatever it yeah. is on getting two of them. Um, yeah. It is just uh it's just helpful. But yeah, I've got this fucking expensive bastard here as my microphone. <laughs> but, oh uh, hell yeah. Um yeah either way it's not necessary how do
1: you how do you find that with a wireless mic
0: i like it I, the yeah. thing is i do like the whole like the interactability of, the, of a cord you know yeah. wrap it around your arm and shit but no this is like fucking fantastic like i yeah. cannot cannot stress enough but this is expensive like yeah too much money <laughs> oh, okay. so i'm just uh, so
1: prone to to dropping my microphone if i'm moving around on stage and if I, oh, like, you if won't I can be. see the lead, <laughs> I'll just fucking grab it and like, we're good to go. But I yeah. feel like that like I'm really precious with anything that I spend money on that's like... like you, I fucking dust my toys. Like That's how I fucking precious I am with this shit. <laughs> so if I had that thing in my fucking hand, I'd be so scared to drop it that...
0: You wouldn't move on yeah, stage.
1: Maybe it would just be like that. I'd duct tape my hand to it.
0: Yeah. This is uh, over 700 quid, I think. Fuck! I didn't pay for it though, so... I'm yeah, sorry. but still... I just, it's I. It's too much. It's too much responsibility. Yeah. I feel like I'm walking around the stage like literally holding more than what's in my bank account. I don't like that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't like that. there um, need to be
1: more vocalists with fucking endorsements. I feel like it's so hard for like us as musicians to get like cool shit. Like I know Jack and Pete. Everyone in my band always get cool shit, and I'm like, I have a short SM58 that I bought with my own money. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I want something cool.
0: I want something right. fucking cool. To be fair, um, my my mate, um, you know do you know the band Exist Immortal? You ever heard of Exist Immortal? I've heard the name for sure. Um, yeah, they're fucking uh, the guy for the singer from the band produced like the Vexed album and stuff like that. But he's a, oh, he's a mate, he produces our shit as well. Um, but he has an endorsement from Vocal Zone. Have you ever had Vocal Zone? Oh yeah, we got uh,
1: when we played fucking Burn It Down, they gave us like Stacks of them. I've still got a ton of them here.
0: Mate, I'll, right. I'll, take, I'll take some off your hands.
1: <laughs> Dude, I'll give them to you. I, I never I use them. That but... I love that
0: shit. I love that shit. I use them all the time. I'm... I just feel like it's like menthol. It's great. It just makes yeah. me feel clear.
1: I, I'm i a big fan of lockets,
0: lockets before go, I play. They go hard. Lockets yeah, are great.
1: Yeah. And a good old-fashioned Melissa, Melissa Cross warm-up yeah. does wonders for me. <laughs> so,
0: How long is your yeah, Just up curi- just out of curiosity? Uh...
1: I think it's 10 to 15 minutes i'm not too sure that's it uh it's mainly i i have to do that um i can do it whenever like during the day but i like to do it like an hour or so before we play and then i'll just yeah stretch my body
0: that's the main thing like
1: i need to be able to fucking move on stage
0: stretch your fucking neck that's the Mm -hmm. important thing as well because i feel like uh it's one thing i never learned when i was the beginning, like vocal, vocal training, quote unquote. When I was learning in my fucking bedroom, um, but like, yeah, that you, if you have a if your like neck muscles aren't like loose, you will just yeah. like f- seize up after a while. I think. Yeah. Um, if you go for too long, so.
1: And it's always like the shift. day after as well. You get fucking metal neck.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Like, bang oh, over.
1: <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. yeah it, it fucking, fucking sucks.
0: Bang. Metal neck i <laughs> heard it be called that before. That's good. I, uh, yeah, it's it's fucking it's awful. It's uh, yeah. It's just like for that stuff. I think it's just a matter of just taking care of yourself. Like yeah, make sure that you're not going to be fucked an hour after your set, just in case yeah. you need to be doing anything afterwards. Like I don't know, loading out equipment or something.
1: Oh, um, no doubt's the worst. Mm. There needs to be like agree. I don't know roadies that want to do shit, but for free. I feel like that was a big thing, like in the eighties and the seventies and shit. People just wanted to be on tour, and probably people, the money was really good.
0: People really, really should want to work for me for free. <laughs>
1: yeah, if I'm not getting paid, you're
0: not getting paid. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're all yeah, in this no. together. I feel like I, I would agree with that. Maybe, maybe <laughs> venue staff guys, come on, yeah. help us out. No, Scala
1: that's... are really good for that. Like Scala, oh, really? they give you um, they give you like crew or whatever. I think it's usually like two people and they'll help load in and load out and stuff. So that's very nice.
0: The crew at our practice space do that, but we're oh, also yeah. paying them an exorbitant amount to be there. So yeah. yeah,
1: You're giving them something <laughs> back. So they're we're giving them something almost back. obliged yeah. to help you.
0: We almost are literally paying them for their service there. So yeah. I feel like, yeah, maybe, maybe it's not, not so, so <laughs> imbalanced. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't can't remember what my train of thought was before we were even talking about. Dude, this I have shit. no idea. I'm so sorry. It's no, it's it's me. <laughs> it's not me. It's not you. It's me. It's not me. It's right. you. <laughs> um, but yeah. So it's just it's just interesting talking to another vocalist about like yeah technique and shit because I feel like mm. everyone's kind of in this fucking unknown with it like I feel like people even who who say they know what they're talking about a lot of it is just kind of based on feel and how they yeah just do things in the moment it's no like there's no consideration when you're actually doing the thing it's just like you fucking yell and you just do it um yeah do you uh I don't uh, think I can
1: ever teach anyone
0: a question for you just in terms of GN stuff do you ever see yourself doing like clean vocals in GN uh nah
1: nah Nah, I don't think it would suit us if if we had a song that benefited from having clean vocals, then absolutely. I'm all for it. Like we almost got to that point at the downpour where Sam had me singing the chorus and I listened back and I was like, dude, this just isn't us. And he was like, fair enough. That's cool. We'll try something else. So we done like I think I had it was just me screaming it uh, in the drum room, but the the mic was way at the back. Oh. And then we done one with that kind of like screamy sing shit. And then Itch one of me talking. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I think I whispered it and then spoke it as well. Um, but I don't know how clear that comes across in the mix. But yeah, we done three or four layers to it. It's
0: all just texturing stuff, really. Yeah. Point, isn't it? It's just like little it's, fun things.
1: Yeah. Like singing's is not something that I'm scared of. It's just I don't know if it, if it's needed for us for like one song for for instance the song that we get charlie simpson to eventually feature on because that will happen that will happen
0: (laughs) yes absolutely and while you're at it convince him to please put another fight star album oh dude fuck's sake the last fight star album is way too good for them to just stop
1: the thing is as well i was watching an interview with them and they were like yeah we were just going to release the album and then play a few small shows just to like get the feeling back and then we were going to go back to doing our own stuff and i was like do you know fucking like animal and dive and titan on that fucking record is so good and you're just like yeah we're gonna play like five shows and then just call it a day
0: yeah it's just like i I don't know man like i feel like they really miss a trick with that i understand that busted and his solo stuff are like huge Mm -hmm. and like obviously the other guys have gunship and that's like a really popular thing but that project was so fucking cool and um that last record is something special
1: i feel like the thing is now man like i've wanted charlie simpson on a record for so long but now he's just been on that fucking masked singer whatever it is that tv show yeah
0: yeah his is prices he...
1: are gonna yeah he was the you know everyone was like oh who's they're trying to guess like who the rhino is and some people were like oh it's james Charles i don't know what the guy's no, name is I, but I, they were I, like, everyone else was like look it's charlie simpson but yeah that means now if i ever fucking email him i'm like hey man do you like being on my fucking and Be like, yeah, cool, ten grand.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't mean, got that more, money. More than that, realistically. Yeah, it's going to be I mean, stupid, we, isn't it? We are talking about the singer of Busted. Like,
1: what I need yeah. to happen? I need to meet him at a party. I need to get him drunk enough, or whatever, and he's, he just agrees to it. And I'll get him to sign something, binding contract.
0: <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> so so. It's the a way, foolproof thing. <laughs> the way we get this to happen is we sneak yep. you into an industry party with. With a lot of alcohol in your bag,
1: it's a foolproof plan. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You know, what would you have him do though? Tell.
0: What would you have? Would you just have him singing, or would you have him screaming? Oh, uh, both. Both. Yeah, and I, it wouldn't be beast. like.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't be like a feature where it's like, oh, yeah, you can be in the pre-chorus to the last chorus or whatever. I want you in the whole song. Yeah.
0: So yeah. I'll
1: I'll do a bit. You can do a bit. You can sing a bit. I'll scream a bit. Then you can scream a bit. Like it would just be the whole song. It would be so fucking yeah. sick.
0: But, that'll be that'll be some real gang shit. I yeah. fucking love the concept. Honestly, like the the idea of hearing Charlie again on some heavy shit is, is a very exciting oh, so prospect. Even if it is unrealistic, is all fuck. Like yeah. it's just, please, <laughs> yeah, please make this happen. Rude Records.
1: Well, look, <laughs> please if Kid pay. Kid can get Corey Taylor on a song. I don't think it's too far out for me to ask to get Charlie Simpson on a song.
0: Yeah, but like Kid Bookie's on like a big label. Yeah. I don't know how they economically justified it in the beginning. To be fair, yeah, I I think there must have been a plan in place there. I think Corey Taylor was just like a fan of his. Maybe yeah, I'm pretty
1: sure he put it out on his Twitter and was like, "Hey, Corey, do you want to collaborate or whatever?" And I think Corey's very much into that like that side of music. Yeah, and was just like, "Yeah, cool, let's do something," and it worked.
0: Yeah, I feel like yeah, I. I I I do like weird cross-genre collaborations mm. like that. And I feel like, I mean, as much as Charlie Simpson isn't that much of a cross-genre collaboration, it's about as close as you get for someone who's already done it. <laughs> like, yeah. someone who's like number one radio boy band star in the early 2000s, yeah. and also metalcore vocalist. <laughs> yeah, best of yeah, both worlds. Fr- best of both, literally the best yeah. of both so worlds. Good. What a king, what a king. I know. Equally, I'd think I'd like to get someone like fucking JME on a feature one day, you know? Yeah. That would be fucking sick, bro. Get him on a fucking metalcore song, outdo Activist at their own fucking game. <laughs> that would be good. That would be fucking <laughs> sick. JME and, and, and Charlie Charlie Simpson. We'll do a and Charlie X
1: Oh my god. How and many Harvey people cream? Is there like a is there like a a record for the amount of features on one song?
0: Yeah. Ah, i'd love this four is. 400 people i think ah. it was on one it was a deathcore song i think uh it was uh, beyond something uh fuck beyond deviation is that their name the most generic name but yeah it's uh beyond deviation 400 400 vocalist world record track is the name i'll stick it wow. in the chat all right cool yeah. definitely gonna watch that uh it's 38 minutes long and it's and it's not very good. But
1: okay. <laughs> I'll watch at least two or three minutes and just see what yeah. we're working
0: with. I mean, it's got some cool people on there, but it is literally just a meme. I do remember when they were putting out feelers for this. It was actually just like, if you're a metal vocalist, just send us a demo and we'll just put you on a song. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I think they just literally Fair. got anybody on And it's just like 38 minutes of bollocks deathcore breakdowns. Just, <laughs> all right. Fair enough. And I mean uh distant just did it as well i think not with that many but they had like 15 different vocalists on a song okay and also i didn't think it was very good (laughs) i feel like once you get past a certain point it just starts to become a bit messy to have too many voices yeah um too many cooks in the kitchen as they say For sure but you know it's still funny you know i respect the bit yeah it's like you guys did that and that's Mm -hmm. really cool why you put it on an album, I don't know. But you know what? Cool, yeah. dude. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't had any vocal features properly, have you? Not on a,
1: uh, I was like, on uh, one of the Feel Shame songs.
0: No, I mean like on your <laughs> tune. Oh, on our record. Had...
1: No, we had plans for it, and we we had an email thread. I was going to have Jason from Let Live on one of our tracks.
0: Oh, that was um, dope.
1: Yeah, it would have been, but I also didn't want to go down the route of using someone else's fame to boost our band. Yeah, it, it felt a bit forced. Um, I can't remember what song it was going to be for, but we had like a verse and shit sorted.
0: Was it on um, the album?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we just we we like left it at that, and then we haven't really spoke for a while. But he messaged us recently and just said, "Headstone fucks." So I was like, okay, cool. He still likes us. Um, doesn't hate you yet. <laughs> doesn't hate us yet. No, but if yeah, if we were, I'd want it to be a genuine friendship rather than a paid thing. Charlie Simpson, you know, notwithstanding not that, that yeah, doesn't, count. doesn't
0: um, count. It would will I, be a friend.
1: <laughs> yes, by the time, yeah, I'd just like it to be with someone that I like. I get on with, and you know, we collectively like are interested in doing the same thing rather than hey man i've just paid you 500 quid here's the bit that you have to do
0: yeah like featured egg like, stuff it's cool on, in concept but it is literally just marketing features at that point
1: right yeah i and i i, I don't feel like you know we, we haven't worked this hard just to get a foot up by someone else's name like mm-hmm. as as slow as we want to take it or as slow as it is going like obviously now the point is where we've you know started to see an increase in numbers increase of people like chatting to us on our social medias and shit which is fucking awesome but i would way prefer the slow grind rather than a oh and then everything else is kind of mid
0: yeah because i feel like the problem is with that stuff yeah you get like the big single that has the big feature on it that song performs really really well and then that's the only song that you have that performs really yeah. well so-and-so featuring
1: so-and-so and it's like two million listens and then the rest of the album's like five thousand listens and shit and yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's a great thing for a for a quick fucking dopamine boost, but
0: Yeah, but you yeah. wanna for, for me.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like the the thing you want more, which I suppose isn't a for a young band at least, it's not the first thing on their minds. It's like you you want sustainable growth over time. Yeah. And if you get something like that, that is like a quick shoot-up, but if you're not ready to Capitalize on that momentum, yeah. which 99% <laughs> of the people who do these kinds of features don't, they're not ready for, then you're yeah. just gonna faceplant basically, you're yeah. gonna plummet immediately afterwards. And, um, you know, I can't blame them because I, I do understand there is that excitement of like, holy shit, I'm getting fucking Eddie from Suicide Silence on my song, that's so yeah. cool, yeah. Um, but after, after that, it's like, what, yeah, what like, next? what's next like if and especially if they don't have anything ready to go after that yeah like that is just such a fucking misfire yeah um, I'd,
1: I'd i'd way prefer it if like out of the blue someone that i genuinely looked up to was like hey man really love your band uh, i'd love to be interested in a collaboration if that's something you're up for like that kind of thing would be fucking awesome because then there's no pressure and it's yeah. very much a you know collaborative thing um but yeah, I agree with you on the, on the young bands doing that thing. It's, it's very hard to, to carry on with that momentum, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so. it absolutely is. And, you know, I, again, I can't really blame them because I think the, the idea of how you like make it in the industry or capitalize on momentum is still a little bit nebulous to a lot yeah. of people. Like, I feel like it is sort of kind of shrouded in industry talk and, and people don't really know what they're hearing or what to do, mm. um, especially because a lot of bands nowadays are unsigned. Like, yeah. you don't have backing of, like, management or labels or whatever to tell you that this is the wrong thing to do or the right yeah, thing
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's, that's often a good thing, especially if it's your first band and you're, like, making your way into this kind of industry. Having no management and no labels to tell you how you need to do things is it's almost like a trial and error way of doing things, which I think... Yeah. I, I, it, it worked for me back in the day. That makes me sound way old. But when I was younger, doing, like, music that way, it was literally... How do we get our name out there? Oh, let's tour, or let's jump on whatever we can. And now it's very much like, all right, cool. You need to be pushing your video to this demographic and this age group and this thing, and then need to make sure your PR is getting you in this magazine or this press feature. And it's like, this is all so new to me that I don't really get it. But yeah, having the having the it's almost like a freedom, isn't it, when you're in a first band to just do whatever you feel is the right thing, and then if it doesn't work, you're like, okay, cool, we'll try something else. And
0: yeah. I think it's the freedom to make mistakes. That's yeah. the important thing, because yeah. I feel like when you, if you make a serious mistake on a label, that can like jeopardize your relationship with the label, or whatever. Yeah. Like you, you, you make a serious cock-up or whatever. Like that yeah. can do that. But if you do it on your own terms, and you are just the only person who's, you yeah. just you eat it. Basically, you go, well, fuck it. I, I made a mistake with how I rolled this song out, or or yeah. this album, or whatever. Live and learn. It kind of sucks, but in the few years time, you'll. You'll end up building that, and then you'll understand more about how how the industry works and what you should be doing. Um, Obviously, it's a a long and expensive process to do that, but I think it's one that's kind of necessary. Like like you say, trial and error, sort of trial by fire. You have to learn what the wrong thing to do is before you learn what the right thing to do is.
1: Yeah, Um, I think a lot of people, uh, especially now with like the... The whole influencer thing on TikTok and Instagram, like where everyone's showing you the very best moments of their life. A lot of people are scared to fail to yeah. actually try something and like as soon as they've you know tried something and it didn't work, they're like, fuck, well, I guess this is not for me or I'm not good enough and I'm I'm not gonna do it anymore.
0: It's like you don't see I, what actually goes on behind the scenes.
1: Nah, not at all. It's just and not like, like that. You know, back in two thousand nine or two thousand eight, whenever I started, uh it was it was very much like yeah, you had my space, but you didn't have people like updating their statuses. It was just like, here's a new profile picture. Here's a new, you know, comment on my page or something like that. No one was saying like, Oh, this is, this is what I'm doing here. I am like living my best life. It was actually just pictures and text, and we just kind of got on with our lives. So
0: yeah, I think it it's harder for
1: it's kids toxic. now to, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. not that it wasn't toxic at all. I mean, I feel like old social media still definitely had its pitfalls, but like yeah. Yeah. I do think there is that whole drive nowadays to only show the best of yourself and not ever show the blemishes. And I I understand yeah. the tendency, like I do. Um but I do think as especially as like a young musician, it's like don't be ashamed of fucking things up a little bit. Like no. if you have a, a a show that goes badly or something, mm-hmm. just it's fine. Yeah. Like people aren't going to fucking hate you for it. I mean, there's going to be the occasional dickhead who's going to be like, oh, I saw this band and they were the fucking worst band I've ever seen and they suck yeah. so bad. But like, yeah. who cares? Like, don't well, sweat those... It's
1: fucking f- personal preference, isn't it? Like, yeah. I've got films that I like that my friends think are fucking dog shit. And I'm like, okay, mm. that's cool. I still get to enjoy it because I like yeah, it. And exactly. I think the main thing I want to say as well is like, you know when bands play to no one, like, and... You know, you get people that are like, oh yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Like your favorite bands have done it as well. Like, yeah, everyone has fucking done that. And it's, yeah. that's a, a part of being in a band. We still do it, but never like have a fucking stroppy fit about it on stage. No, because that is the worst thing you can do to anyone that's watching the band because the two feel people like
0: there, they're not important. Yeah.
1: yeah. Those two people were there that could fucking love your band and you're there having a fucking hissy fit and not putting your all into your performance just because the, the room isn't full if you traveled six hours to play a show and there's two people there, you're still playing a fucking show.
0: You still played like, those two people. They're still exactly. there.
1: They're there. So put on the show. Like you would to two people that you would to a thousand people.
0: That is the, it's that's all the, the, that's the saying, isn't it? Like if yeah. it doesn't matter how many people are playing to, like you have you're to do like it. a million people, like yeah. put on your best fucking performance. Mm-hmm. And if you, I think it's better as well to resonate really well with two people than it is to make no impact on a thousand. Like, oh, absolutely. And, at that point, those people, if you put on a good performance and you resonate well with them, you've made a fan for life, most likely. Absolutely. Like that is literally just, it's qualitative over quantitative, right? Yeah. And, uh, and there's I nothing better
1: really cool. about like enjoying a band and then going to see them and feel, feeling like it's the most intimate you're ever going to see this band play because you feel like they're going to blow up in the next fucking year. Yeah. Like, for you to be there at a show and then to hang out with them, and then in a year's time, you see them playing, I don't know, fucking Brixton Academy... And they see you at the show, and then you're just hanging out. Like that's such a cool feeling. Like I don't know. I, I think that's cool.
0: That's really sick. And I mean, it's especially cool for like. And Joe's gonna fucking groan at this. Groan at me for this. But Sleep Token for me. <laughs> yeah. Sleep Token for me. I saw them in like you know the Wonderworld in 2019, yeah. and they barely sold that out. I'm pretty sure. Like mm-hmm. the show was yeah, popular, think... and it was sold out, but they barely sold out. Yeah. Um, and they've just fucking headlined the Apollo. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, and obviously they were going to do Brixton, but yeah. Brixton currently does not exist. But like yeah. seeing the difference there is like, holy shit, yeah. I was there in like the front row of these tiny fucking rooms. And now look at that.
1: And it's like, not even that, like the, the time span as well between those two shows, like like two years, two, three years or whatever.
0: It's not, it's it shows,
1: not- it shows what can happen. Like yeah. so, so many people are like, oh, I want to be at this point by next year. You never know how it's going to happen. So don't fucking set an expectation to no. something like I can't say, Oh, next year I want to be headlining Brixton Academy because it ain't going to happen. But well, you, as soon as you say, set a
0: goal, it doesn't fucking happen. It That's doesn't like not But
1: like, I'll say, I'll say to myself, like one day I want to play Brixton Academy. Yeah. And for all I know, it may happen, but I haven't set a date on that. So when it does happen, I'll be like, fuck, I got here way quicker than I expected.
0: Yeah, cuz you don't expect yeah. it to happen like immediately. Yeah. And I think that's the important thing. I think people really do put too much stock in the first idea that comes into their head. Mm-hmm. It's like literally I want to be playing this venue at this time. It's like just you can want to play the venue, just don't say the time or I want to yeah. tour with this band by this time next year. Yeah. It's just like I think look man, that's not that might just yeah. that, their schedule might not even line up with that dude. Like... <laughs> yeah.
1: I think a lot of people um myself included like I, for for the longest time I didn't understand that Not every band has the same, not luck in the same way, but like they never have the same journey to where they are. I always kind of thought it was like, oh yeah, if you start a band in 2019, by this time you're going to be big. And like, you'll see bands that are getting way bigger in that time. And I always thought like, how the fuck do these people do it? And it's just the realization that, you know, most bands, not most bands, all bands have a different path. So some, some bands can get big in a year some bands can get big in 15 like didn't, didn't it take like bullet for my valentine to get big in like 15 years
0: yeah i mean and, wild. i mean they were well, not just bands like that i feel like there there are so many bands that have just like randomly hit it big like it yeah. a, just a, a, a not an insignificant point of in their career obviously it happened for a reason but like um random things will happen and circumstances will kind of yeah. combine to blow a band up to a point where I don't even think they would have expected. Like, if you look at the plot in you, putting out records consistently and touring for like, you know, uh, what, 13 years now. Mm. And they've only blown up in the past year, not even because of a new, like one of their older songs from like 2018 blew up on TikTok. And now, I mean, obviously, again, numbers aren't everything, but numbers-wise, they're in the top five metalcore bands ever on Spotify. like. And that's Wild. just fucking crazy. That's fucking yeah. crazy to look at. And um, yeah, it just goes to show. Like, and of course, they uh, they were never a small band. Yeah, but they definitely aren't small anymore. Same with Sleep Token. Like, they weren't small before the Summoning came out, but they went from two hundred k to two hundred uh, to two mil in yeah. one month. So perseverance. These, it's pers- yeah. And yeah, eventually, theoretically, it will happen for you as long as yeah. you keep pushing and you and you don't lose the momentum that you have. Yeah well there's uh, that
1: meme isn't it of that miner and like he's like, like digging for like
0: <laughs> diamonds or something he's, right he's like this end.
1: close to get into his thing and he's like fuck it i'm gonna go
0: keep gambling and it's like
1: just keep yeah <laughs> you've still got money put it down
0: just put, it, put it all on black again let's go <laughs> yeah. let's fucking go yeah no but i think the thing as well is that there is an element of luck to it that is just the music industry is never going to get past that
1: yeah it's, it's right place right
0: time Right place, right time. Because also, you have like, um, and I, I don't particularly like this phrase, but like industry plant bands where it's like uh, labels have constructed these for the sake of getting them big and yeah. for marketing. And some of those, a lot of those fail anyway. Yeah. Because they don't have the know how and the expertise and what it takes to actually keep yeah. that going.
1: They haven't done the road miles, is what Jack likes to say.
0: Like road miles, r- yeah.
1: road miles is a very important thing to us. It's like, you have to do the toilet circuit before you do the big boy circuit. Yeah. And I feel like if you go straight to the big boy circuit, like you don't know what's fucking hit you because you're so unprepared for what's about to happen that you need to go through the shit to reach the fucking gold. You know, like it's yeah. a, it's a, almost like a, what's the fucking term? Right of passage. That's the one. I feel of like you passage, have to do 100%. it. But...
0: You do. And I mean, you look at bands like fucking, that Italian band Mona skin or whatever the fuck where yeah, they were Mona on, skin, yeah. the, they started essentially their their career beginner was being yeah. on Eurovision. Yeah. And then from that, they haven't really had any idea what to do with themselves. Yeah. And they put out, I mean, look, obviously I'm not going to say this is a, a, like a 100% objective statement, but they've put out some dog shit music that <sighs> barely anybody likes. Yeah. Um, simply because I think they started too high up. And didn't really know how to place themselves, like place Mm. their feet firmly down once they realized they were there. Yeah. And I feel like if you don't start on that like circuit of playing small venues and touring uh, to and playing to like fucking no one and learning through your mistakes. If you start at the stadium level and then try and work out what to do from there, like you're always going to lose your footing. You always are. I um, yeah, have no idea what's going on. <laughs> unless you're a, literally like a miracle worker who could adapt to completely new situations like that. Like, yeah. I feel like, and especially if you're depending on like four or five other people to do the same thing with you, that's just yeah. never going to happen. I definitely think there is something to having to be committed to it before, before you blow up. Yeah. I, you, you can't, again, it's, it, it's again like sustainability and growth. Like, you can't sustain it if you aren't prepared, if you don't already know what that looks like yeah you know i think
1: a lot of uh, a lot of the time as well is um like obviously people start bands for the love of playing music which is the main thing but i think a lot of people as well aren't prepared or they don't know about how to run things in that sense like they kind of get to a point and they're like oh fuck like this is what i'm supposed to do without realizing like you know this is the reality of it kind of thing i had something way better to say but i completely forgot
0: so yeah. <laughs> happens to me all the time dude <laughs> Brain just goes fucking blank yeah but the um i suppose the important takeaway is if you're a young band don't sweat the bullshit like you need yeah. to go through the bullshit to uh to kind of grow as a person as, a, as an yeah. artist i think you really need that i think um, that's
1: important isn't it personal growth as long as you're not a fucking cunt by the time you get to the point that you want it to be. Yeah. Like, you've done you're well. you're
0: like, I'm the best musician in the world by the time yeah. you get to that, you get to Brixton, or whatever yeah. the fuck it is, or or you're touring with Metallica. Yeah, I've said, like
1: I'm pretty sure I've said to everyone in the Discord, like, if any of us turn out to be a legitimate cunt, like, we we can all be a cunt to each other, but if anyone turns out to be a legitimate cunt in graphic nature, please just tell us.
0: Because yeah, it's yeah. not the
1: way that I want this band to go, ever.
0: No. There's no point having egos. Like, no. what, what's the fucking point? No. Especially if we're making, like, fucking metalcore music. Like, where <laughs> yeah. is the ego in that? <laughs> There's if no I, if I want If I wanted to have a fucking ego, I would have started a glam rock band or some I shit, did. dude. I would
1: like, have been in a fucking pop band. I would have gone on Pop Idol. Is that still a thing?
0: <laughs> I think it's just American Idol now, right? Or <laughs> oh. X Factor. Is American Idol yes. even going?
1: I feel like American Idol is probably going really strong, isn't
0: it? Yeah, because Harp was on it, wasn't she? She, yeah. uh, no, 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 she was on Got Talent, wasn't she? she was Britain's was Got, Got Talent, Talent, that's the one. Was, uh, was it britain content? Who I don't fucking know. It was America, it? wasn't it? I don't know. It must. That's uh, own, but- yeah, I'm not yeah. googling. <laughs> I'm not googling Harper. <laughs> 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 you can't. You can't make me do that. Um, but yeah, I think it was something like that. But yeah, I mean, obviously, those syndicated talent shows were always fucking be be huge so i'm sure yeah. they're doing just fine even if yeah. it's not the exact same name or whatever i'm sure it's the exact same panel of fucking judges oh, as yeah. it has been for the past 15 20 years yeah. um no i felt i feel like pop idol did become x factor though right i'm not i don't i feel, I feel, like, feel that like that's happened. what happens
1: it was like a natural yeah. fucking
0: progression yeah because it was was pop idol also simon cowell back in the day was that yeah 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 so yeah it must it's it must have been that from. It's where Girls I came from. I mean, there's so many artists came from those things. Like, fucking One Direction did, and, and thus, thusly it's, Harry Styles. It's and,
1: all, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, they're all industry plants, though, right, on these fucking programs?
0: Yeah, I feel like by design the people that win those shows kind of have to be, right? Yeah. Because they, cause they're, cause they're chosen to be on the show for a reason. Yeah. And yeah. then they're chosen specifically by one of the industry judges to be like, I'm going to make you a star. Yeah. And then Imagine
1: yeah. that at that like because most of these people like are big from when they're kids. Yeah. Imagine that. Fuck off. Like I, I want to go to nah. fucking Sainsbury's on my own. Too too much responsibility.
0: Shit. Nah. Too much responsibility. Yeah. Not for me. You'd be, yeah, you're like fucking like 19 years old and you can't go outside without being hounded by press and shit. Fuck that. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah, that's too much responsibility. Then you know at that point, maybe I can understand them being a bit of a fucking asshole. Yeah, I just playing... be, I'd
1: just be an arsehole because I'm pissed off. There's no ego. I'm just I just want to go outside, but I can't fucking move because you're all in the way with your cameras and shit. <laughs> yeah. no, it's I'm just
0: good. like, oh, you know what, fuck it, I'll just order Deliveroo now. I yeah. don't need uh I don't need I don't need this. I'll just say inside. <laughs> um well, that would suck. That would absolutely fucking suck. But yeah, <laughs> the point the point was obviously yeah. that if you have an ego, keep it to the fucking genres that maybe deserve to have it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't the people that are, are
1: selling out you know million cap venues in 30 seconds
0: exactly they might like, deserve yeah it. like someone like fucking like taylor swift or whatever like yeah, yeah. sure i'm i'm sure she's not a, a dickhead but
1: <laughs> no never know
0: well you never you never know that's actually very true you never fucking know until you know um yeah, I'd like to hope she isn't, and I'd like to, you know, and honestly, maybe it's just because I like to see the best of people. I hope everyone isn't a cunt in the music industry. Like, I yeah. feel like most people I know is are just nice people. Yeah, most people. There's, there's yeah. limited exceptions, of course, but like, yeah, I feel like everyone I I kind of interface with in in the broader UK metalcore scene, with again limited exceptions, are just good, well-rounded, yeah, nice people who nice actually sports. they have the best interests of the of the people around them at heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes, again, you'll get a, the occasional cunt.
1: But, you know. yeah. But they never stay around for long anyway. No.
0: Look at no, what happened
1: don't. to, insert band name here, I'm not going to out anyone on the podcast, but, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> insert band name. You can fill in the blank yourself at home. Yeah. But you know who normal. it is. Yeah. Um, or do you? <laughs> or do you? I mean, could, at this point, it could literally be, like, be ten different fucking bands.
1: <laughs> That's how bad it is. Yeah. No, it's great. Please make more music because, you know, not everyone can do it forever. You need no. new bands.
0: <laughs> we need new bands because they're dropping off the fucking map. Yeah. Like, left, right, and center. We're just losing all these bands uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> for one reason or another. Yeah. yeah. New bands, please, please keep making more music and don't get disheartened <laughs> by the fact that you're not getting a million streams in your first song. Yeah. Not everybody does that. In fact, only like 0.0000001% of bands do that. <laughs> not even... Not even Graphic Nature does that. are the biggest band G- in the world. Not even GN
1: does that. We're the fucking boys. <laughs> We're
0: the boys. You're the biggest band in the world. You're toured with Metallica. Yeah.
1: yeah. We're probably yeah. the biggest band in my house, so that's pretty cool.
0: That's <laughs> true. <I> mean, pro- <laughs> probably. It's not 100% probably. certainty. You yeah, don't know there who's in your a, walls.
1: There might be a fucking industry plant. Like My wife could be an industry plant.
0: Uh, Phil know. Collins is in your walls, bro. Yeah. I wish he was.
1: He could sing me the fucking Tarzan soundtrack every night.
0: After a while, I feel like you wouldn't want it anymore, though, right? Or do you think you'd want that forever?
1: I don't know. I've been pretty content with the same like alarm clock for the past 10 years. So,
0: Is it from the Tarzan soundtrack?
1: No, but I should probably get one.
0: There you go. It's easy. You can, I think you can just put it through like Apple Music or whatever the fuck. I don't use Apple Music, but I think oh. you can do that if you have an iPhone.
1: We used to wake up to... Uh, I think it was Zero to Hero from the Hercules film. That was my wife's... Um, alarm clock noise so it was just waking up to the gospel gospel choir it was great
0: that's <laughs> my, my alarm clock is a fucking veil vale of Maya song so that's just oh, rebo city saying... <laughs> no it's just because it has like a little like a like a xylophone thing at the start i'm like okay if i don't wake up from the xylophone i'll wake up from the breakdown
1: yeah, yeah, so yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the that's the, that's the idea
1: that's a good one because then you have to get up before the breakdown starts
0: exactly for anyone listening it's subject zero by veil vale of my <laughs> <This is, laughs> you'll know what i mean if you listen to it. Um, yeah, uh, Joe. I feel like I I have not let you speak even remotely this entire. I haven't time. heard your voice. I mean, I've got maybe three times. Um, so it's for the best. I'm not really speaking, and I need to go anyway. So, oh, you do? Yeah, I've got a bounce. So, I okay. mean, I've enjoyed listening, and yeah, I said to Max, you need to lead on this because like, if I talk too much, I'll just start coughing loads.
1: That's all uh, good, man.
0: But they'll probably be, yeah. hopefully, yeah, they'll be around too it will be around too. As I said, I think it's yeah. been cool watching Graphic Nature grow from like some random band on Spotify of songs like Leech, um, and Fear mm. to then like New Skin and then you know, the record. And then yeah, really cool like natural progression. So You've made it. I think yeah, I'm excited to see what LP two I mean obviously see live first on that stuff,
1: but yeah Yeah, man, well, I think it'll be cool. What
0: see what the year's stuff? got for us. See what yeah. I'm sure there's lots of fun stuff ahead for you I
1: hope so. We I haven't got that. anything set in stone yet, but
0: yeah, if it comes around, I'll let you know. <laughs> cool. <laughs> we'll see.